Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and we are going to make a change. These are going to come out on Monday now, same time. But today we're going to talk about The Deadly Spawn, which is low budget. And the main reason it feels like it's low budget is because they put all the money into their practical effects for this monster. So we're talking like Evil Dead 1 low budget look. I mean, Evil Dead is probably better. No, probably it is better. But that's just the mindset of how this movie looks. And this movie is more like you got to suffer through the the talky parts because they drag on and it feels like first draft. Like, I'm pretty sure they call one of the characters the wrong name and then they just leave it in. It's like they didn't have enough money to do any reshoots, which is understandable. But if you can get over this low budget part, and this movie was made in... 83 so it's that kind of low budget but it's got an awesome juicy practical monster uh the acting sucks so let's get into the overview so a meteor crashes down onto earth two dudes camping are like hey let's go check that out and there's fire everywhere and they find the meteor and it's like it's super hot and one of them's like i'm gonna go get a camera and while they're both looking away the meteor moves a little bit and then it, it goes to the tent and the guy's like i can't find the flash and the other dude gets killed off screen his glasses fall off and blood gets squirted on it and then we see like the trees rustling and the other dude gets eaten in the tent you see his bloody hand grab a post until he passes out and then you get to see what the creature looks like in silhouette in shadow it's got a huge mouth lots and lots of pointy teeth and it's got like three limbs coming off of it then we get the title screen and the music for this movie at least when the shit's going down is like perfect sci-fi music i mean none of it's original it's free domain music but it fits really good and it makes the movie fun like a 50s sci-fi movie that kind of music so we get the establishing shot of their house and it's like three stories with like five million rooms in it it's like a mansion but it's a practical shot so model of a house and then a mountain to the right of it the parents wake up because they have to be somewhere today the water heater's out so the dad goes down to check on it while the mom shows off her nips in her whore in her nightgown which i guess is kind of fun so then we go down to the basement uh he gets eaten in a shadow puppet it's human sized now blood gets sprayed everywhere it starts to grow another head a bunch of shit happens that you don't get to see because most of it's off screen so then after the mom's done walking around for no reason, she writes a note letting everybody know that they're going to be gone. And then she goes down in the basement and eventually, after a whole bunch of slow walking and her seeing paint and blood, so she's just like, oh, it's just paint. She gets Sam Jackson Jurassic Parked by her husband's arm inside this giant nasty thing of teeth that then slams her up against the wall and uh, tears Half the skin off of her face. Pretty baller effect. Then the aunt and the uncle wake up to Tom slash Charles, who's the kid watching a horror movie of this girl screaming. So nobody's none the wiser. Uh, She calls him Tom the first interaction, and then he gets called Charles for the rest of the movie. So I'm going to call him Tom because that's easier to spell. So she reads the note and she starts to make breakfast. And then the older brother Pete gets a phone call. His friends are coming over at some point. We learn that Tom makes scary costumes and tries to scare people. The uncle wants to analyze Tom. The aunt's going to a vegetarian lunch with Grandmama. And she puts a note when she leaves for the electrician to go down in the basement to fix the power. It's raining outside as well. It's a storm throughout this whole movie. Now we get to the session. Frankenstein 
this monster and it are some of the kids' favorite monsters. The the uncle's pretty creepy, just in general. And then once the session's over, the uncle's like, I'm gonna take a nap. The electrician comes in, so Tom goes to scare him. But at this point, in the room with the uncle, things start moving. You get to see them squiggling underneath the rug, shit like that. In the basement, Tom goes to scare the electrician. And he sees all the blood, and he sees some babies, and uh, then he sees a severed head, I mean a severed hand, and then we get the light flickers on, and we get a full frontal. It's got three heads, middle one's the biggest, it's two little nubby heads on the side, uh, with all of the fangs, they have no other teeth, it's just a mouthful of stabby teeth, with like two long T-Rex arms. So, just, if you want a visual... It's, it's like, it's like an uncircumcised dick mixed with Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors, but with more teeth. That is the best way to describe it, in my opinion. Uh, and then Tom gets to see the little baby critters eating the electrician, and they're fucking everywhere. And the cool part is they all move. They might not all like, like run or squiggle, but like their mouths open up. It's cool. They spend a lot of time and money on it. I don't know, I keep saying it's cool. Because it keeps being cool. Uh, he gets to he gets to see the severed head of his mom, and we get to see one like live action grow a head. So that's fun. Uh, the friends come over. Ellen and Frank. They find a dead. They found a dead one. It got electrocuted by power lines that fell. Uh, Frank's dumb. Ellen's kind of like smart but nice. And Pete is a pretentious douchebag. He's very annoying. He uses big words to be annoying instead of using big words because they need to be used. Uh, they debate what it might be for like an extended period of time, which is like neat because they bring up like scientific names. It's like the people that made this movie, just one of them was like really into biology in high school and college, that sort of thing. So they're like talking about tadpoles, talking about apodiums, they're talking about coelacanths, lamprey eels. All this shit, trying to figure out what the fuck this thing is. And then Ellen and Frank are like, it could be from outer space. And Pete's like, it's fucking impossible, you idiots. Stop. So Ellie wants to dissect it. And they show a buttload of the dissection. Which is kind of slow, but if you're, you know, it has layers. The, the practical effect has layers. They they cared. It, it's fun to see. Uh, the ant makes it to mom's house. Then we go back to the dissection. It has more organs that don't make sense. Frank sees one at the bottom of the stairs. And they argue about the existence of the one that Frank saw. They argue about a ton of things. All they do is argue because Pete's an asshole. Frank goes and looks for a biology book so they can help identify it. While Pete flirts with Ellen and they have like the really awkward kiss. They finally made it to grandma's house. The guests finally make it. One of them gets blended up in their vegan food. So when they eat it, they all have like gross faces, which me talking about is kind of making me have a gross face. Icky. And then they just like start latching on to some of them and they all just make it out. I mean, the grandma gets it to worst. She gets bit, her toes bit. She gets to her head bit. One lady gets bit in the calf. They, they escape. So now Pete and the friends are going to show the uncle. And they can't because his eyeballs have been eaten. There's a bunch of worms inside of him eating their way out. And now they all start to like break into the room. They're everywhere. The big one scares them up into uh, Tom's room. But then Tom distracts him with a radio. And then Kathy comes in. And then Kathy... It's like, what the fuck's going on here? And then it attacks, and she almost gets eaten, and then she has the best line in the whole fucking movie, where she's just like, what the fuck is that? And the way she says it with such conviction, it just makes sense. They want to go to Pete's room to get the phone, but when they, they go to do that, Ellen gets separated, like she gets she stays in Tom's room, and then the monster breaks the door down, and then Pete, like, 
comes back but can't do anything and she gets her head bitten off while it like drops her body out of the window because i don't see how this thing's throwing anybody out the window so then he freaks out uh and goes out the window and then he sees that the parrot's car is still there and then he sees her dead body and he just like is snapped he's done his brain's broken. Kathy and Frank are in the attic. Pete finally makes it into the attic, but then he's having this whole, like, Ellen's not dead situation going on until the monster finally tries to break in. And by tries, I mean it breaks in. And Tom has, like, MacGyvered a monster head. Oh, by the way, Tom figured out that they hunt by uh, sound when he went downstairs for an extended period of time, seeing his mom's skull being stripped of skin. He sees that, too. I accidentally skipped over that part. But it was literally there to show us all of the, the monsters, or whatever the fuck they're called, eating people and traumatizing this boy while he learns that they hunt by sound. So he makes a monster head with explosive powder and electricity, and he shoves it in the fucking thing's mouth. And then it's a fun tug of war with the extension cord to get it plugged into the wall. He eventually, like, has to hit the ground to make enough sound for it to come closer, and it blows up. And then it's like the Night of the Living Dead, where everybody's cleaning up. They all have tasers. It's They're weak to electricity, so they all have tasers, and they're shocking all of them and picking them up. Aunt, whatever her name is, rolls back up and tries to talk to Pete, but he's catatonic. And then she goes over to Tom slash Charles and talks. She never brings up her husband, ever. Uh, and then it's later that night, and they're doing a final, like, sweep, and they talk about how they never stop growing. And then you hear some growling, and then we go to our establishing shot at night this time. And then we watch the mountain crumble away as one is just, the head is where the mountain was. So it could, like, eat the house in one bite. And that's just the middle head not the rest of its body and then the movie ends um it is it's it's slow when it's not act when when the monster's not on screen but when the monster's on screen it's great it's like this movie's worth watching to see the monster and all that fun stuff they put a lot of work into it it's worth checking out everything in between is like mm, it's a perfect movie to either be intoxicated while you're watching it with friends or like if you're kind of busy and you need it in the background Every time you hear the eerie music or the weird growly sounds, you'll know to like look back at the screen and see the cool parts, and then you can just background noise the rest of it if we're being honest. But if you got an hour and 22 minutes to waste, you could waste it on a worse movie. That's all I'm saying. All right, so that's this movie. Next week, we are going to talk about American Mary because I watched it a real long time ago and forgot what it was called. And then I finally saw on Facebook who the actress in it was was because I'd forgotten. So I looked it back up and it's on Shudder. So we're going to do that one next week. It's a revenge thing. Plastic surgery goes, I think she's a plastic surgeon and then she gets drugged at a party and then she takes revenge. I'm pretty sure that's the gist of that movie. But I could be wrong because it's been a while. Anyway, have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye.